Last time on Crudely Drawn Swords. Ah, Tristan. I think we need to talk. There is a slight glow about him. And when you look at his skin, there seem to be green stars moving underneath it very slowly. You murder people. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Getting a bit judgy now, Torquil. I mean, it sounds like you want Bambury at this point, or maybe Enigma. We cannot take something that is aligned with a great power already. We can see the power of those two. It would delight us to consume them. But we're making a gamble that the four of you are more destructive and can satiate us to a greater degree than simply eating those two and swallowing them and making their power part of ours. I'm going to shake you guys awake. Hey, wake up, it's morning. I love morning. I'm just going to break into song. The sun has really got to you. Torquil came to me last night. Uh, it wasn't a hallucination. Okay, so Tristan, you're going to have to have some water. You don't have to tow us anymore. Percy, you don't have to tow us anymore. Me and Enigma are going to take the strain and we're going to head south. I think the heat's gotten to you. Mother Sun, she praises me. I mean, it was a bit out there, Tristan, but um, <laughs> good job. Good job. <laughs> it turns out we weren't the mighty ones. Who knew? I think what happened is that we kept trying to outdo each other, right, by going really fast. And so as a result, we really burnt ourselves out and we're just like, flop. <laughs> and now the sun is blazing down and you're all getting very hot. I mean, we are almost there. I mean, I mean that's, that's certainly true. Uh, yeah, I think it's just time to double down and, uh, and get back to pulling this cart, so... Everybody on. Let's strike for that ridge because, and I'll, I'll explain the situation as we walk. I will take up one of the ropes. I'm going to put my shirt back on because I've realised uh, that, and I've also realised the salt wasn't helping as much as I thought, but I've left a little pile next to uh, Bambury and Enigma and I'm sort of spoon feeding them little bits of salt. I will, I will pick one of the smoothest salt crystals I can and tell Bambury, suck on this, it'll give you lots of saliva in your mouth. Bambury actually takes it out of his mouth and then he's making it chat to, to Bruce and the, in his delirious sunburned state, he's just having a little salt conversation with a salt rock and his, his best friend rock. Come, It came to me in the form of Torquil and offered us the deal, which is that we will be safe if we consume power in its name effectively. And if we don't, it seems to suggest it's coming for us. Now, is there anything you can do to find out more about this creature? Okay, well, look, let's get to that ridge and um, I can consult my deity. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. With me are four noble heroes. Stuart, who do you play? I play Tristan T. Wild. The T stands for Tremendous. And we've got Mag. Who are you and who do you play? I play Bambury, no middle name Lutes, a child genius witch. Ali, 
Who are you and who do you play? Enigma, 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 Enigma. I've got an Edinburgh show! <laughs> Come and see my Edinburgh show! Three <laughs> to four, four o'clock in the opium. I guess the date's probably more important than the time. First week of the festival. <laughs> first week of the festival. You heard it here first. And so, Gwyn, who do you play? I play Percival Cleft the Paladin. Banbury, Jabruce and the Salt Rock believe that the lemons are conspiring against you. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the few things they agree on. Well, if Jabruce says it, and he is my best friend, then while no one is looking, <laughs> Bambi's just going to put his shoulder to the barrel of lemons and hoist off they go. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, oh, I, th- I think I found my second wind, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we've got stronger. <laughs> you know, hot, now that we've got some purpose behind us. Yeah, yeah. Heave! And we'll start singing a heaving song. <laughs> pull the rope and the bambri and enigma heave ho heave ho I can't wait to eat the lemons when we get there heave ho heave ho yeah I like that the camera kind of pans out from the sledge to a single lemon barrel lying in the salt <laughs> and you slowly arrive in the lee of this rock and by now it's a little later in the day and the sun's actually starting to dip towards the ridge it's casting long shadows so you're able to find a shady spot at the base of this rocky ridge that crosses the desert (sighs) okay Uh, it's relatively pleasant this is relatively pleasant lovely okay well i am going to cast hang on let me get to this little sheet thing Bambri's going to stare at Enigma's accusing eyes and say, I'm sorry, it was the zest option available. (laughs) (laughs) It might appear so to a segment of the population. (laughs) No need to be bitter about it. So this is probably going to be divination, which is name of person, place or thing you want to learn about. Yep. Your deity grants you visions of the target, as clear as if you were there. Okay. Mm, Or would revelation have been a better choice? Revelation would show you, what, a moment or a... Um, Your deity answers your prayers with a moment of perfect understanding. The GM will shed light on the current situation. When acting on the information, take plus one forward. Either of those. Yeah, I mean, divination is specifically naming a thing and getting weird visions. Yeah, so divination would be like you'd be able to be where it was. Yeah, so once we're up on the ridge... Then I'm going to take myself away to a little shady spot um, and begin to pray to a coney and cast Revelation. How are you sitting? How, what does it look like when uh, Percy does this? If there's like stones um, or little bits of um, material on the ground, then he will organise those into the, the points of like a hooded lantern in front of him. Yep. Um, and then he will sort of kneel almost as if it's a prayer mat within those bounds um, and then sort of reflect on Oconi for a little while uh, and then sort of ask his question, I guess. Yeah. Um, which is going to be along the lines of, um, Oconi, we seek your wisdom in answering questions of the consumer uh, and anything that you can grant us that would aid us in dealing with this creature, where it came from, its nature, 
would be gratefully received. Lots of love, Percy. (laughs) (laughs) Sincerely yours. (laughs) (laughs) Kindest regards. Okay, so give me a roll on that. Uh, Whiz, I guess, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ten. Nice. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. That's the kind of number that Percy tends to roll on these things. Hmm. So, for a moment, you're sat on this ridge, and you can see the shadows, and you can see the kind of wide stretch of desert reaching out, and your single track across it. And then the landscape seems to change. It's almost like you're on the edge of a city, but the buildings are strangely shaped, very jagged, and they almost seem impossible. Some of them seem to hook back on themselves and then stretch up to very high towers, and there are wires and walkways between them. And then you can see from where you are the curvature of the world, and the curvature is the opposite way round to what you're accustomed to seeing. It's like the world is bold, and you sink slowly down towards a point on one of these towers where there's a flat surface at the top of it. And on this flat surface, you see some creatures that at first look a little like ants or spiders. They have two pairs of legs on a long torso, and then they have perhaps a segmented head with horns or arms. It's hard to tell which. They look very different from any living creature you've seen, but they are wearing clothing of some kind. You realise that's not just skin. And they have some complex magical device on this tower. And they're looking at the device, and they seem to be conferring by touching their arms together. You hear no sound, but they touch arms and then one will touch arms with another. There seems to be some communication there. And from time to time, they all look up at the sun, which is shining high in the sky above them. And you notice that the sun is sometimes flickering a little and dimming until it goes almost completely dark and then brightening again. They cluster around this device and you see them starting to cast some kind of spell on or through it and the device begins to glow and from long arms that reach up around the side of it you see this stream of green stars begin to form into this green glowing haze and this starts to grow and pulsate and then it hits a certain point and it suddenly is flung upwards into the sky like a ball of green pulsating light and it vanishes up towards that sun and you see the creatures all watch it and they seem not to be conversing now and then the sun takes on a greenish tint. As you see that, one of the creatures that wasn't there before appears over the side of the tower and runs into the others and it starts gesturing and strange glyphs appear in the air in front of it. And as they do, the others, they start kind of scuttling round and then scuttling back. And you can now see this green light glowing and 
the sun seems to be getting bigger and turning into this cloud of green stars. And it keeps growing. And you see these creatures starting to activate their device. And you see them create a cloud of bluish glowing stars that they launch up. And then orange that they launch up. And as they're doing that, now the whole sky is green and this glowing cloud is reaching out and you see in the distance on the horizon, it seems as though the ground is being pulled up into this cloud and you can see the tops of towers starting to be lifted up and it seems like this tower, as it sends a pulse of purplish light up from this device, it seems to be one of the last places to be consumed but it is consumed and you see it all sucked into the center of this thing, which is drawn inwards and inwards and inwards. And then suddenly it's burst apart and you see these tiny sparkling clouds flying away and flying away from the darkness where this world was. You find yourself following in the trail of one incredibly fast passing between stars and then it passes towards a beam of red and purple light that hangs in the space between the stars and several of these tiny sparks of green light pass through it and as they pass through you see they're coming into a great whirlpool and storm and you recognize the royal. And you see these glowing figures, the battle archons of the goddess, come flying down, and with blazing swords, they cut apart and destroy these green, sparkling fragments. But one has managed to seize some sea creature and slips past unnoticed into the world and it's no bigger than your hand. But it's already moving into the ocean. And in the distance, beneath another storm, you see a ship, and then your vision clears. Okay. Did you get anything from that? I will go back and talk to Tristan. So? Um, yeah. I, Am I crazy? I don't think you're crazy, no. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to make a deal with it. Yeah. That's kind of the, the vibe I was getting. Yeah. But why? Let's, let's get the others. We don't want to exclude them on this. Uh, uh, no, shh. come in close. Come. I, I don't know if we can trust them anymore. They've gone, they've gone desert crazy. <laughs> <laughs> look, I'm like, look at, I look across and Bambri's just mashing two rocks together, making them kiss. <laughs> and Enigma's watching with her tongue lolling out going, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> get lemons, lemons. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna try and heal them and see if I can somehow move some of this delirium with magic. Okay, that I think that will be a quite viable use of your arcane art. Play them a song of clarity and pure thought. Let me just quickly, let's play the actual song. So I'm gonna stand astride both of them. So the first thing they see when they wake up is my crotch. Brilliant. <laughs> and the song goes something like this. Wake up, you little hawks. You're not 
feeling bad anymore. The effects of mother son have gone. My songs are quite short now. <laughs> Bra- bravo! If anything, I like them better when they're shorter. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> okay, give me that charisma roll. Ah. Oh man, I roll big. That was too a foot on either chest as well to to really get the energy into them. <sighs> so yeah, you have Tristan standing on your chest, but you have immediate mental clarity. Fuck, we're in the desert. Nice. I'm going to backflip off them. Yeah, welcome back. Have we got any water left? We're going to die. We don't. We've got lemons, though. I'm going to reach for the barrel of lemons that's no longer there. Uh, where are the lemons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, can I have mental unclarity back, please? <laughs> this blows. If it helps, then there's a far bigger threat that might kill you before we run out of water. Hooray. <laughs> I mean, that I'd probably rather die quickly than the first, so yeah, maybe. Yeah, and and in that respect, actually, we are the bearers of good news. Surprise! <laughs> Brilliant. Yay. So, um... In his delirium earlier, actually, it turns out that uh, Tristan was speaking the truth. At least I assume he's speaking the truth. Thank you. He certainly was speaking about a creature called the Consumer uh, that I've consulted a cone on. And the Consumer seems to be pretty bad news. I mean, it's good for the economy, surely. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, maybe. But I suppose that's not really what concern right now, is it? I'm not that bothered about the economy right now. Um, Schmeckle? But long term, then, you know. More about bloody immigration. <laughs> yeah, he's a middle-aged white guy. Of course he hates immigration. Gammon! <laughs> Bambri works for Witch. Of course he's concerned about the consumers. Uh... <laughs> oh, we can tag Witch in this now. Excellent. <laughs> Right, what's, are we there yet? Have you woken us up because we're there, or are you just telling us this? Oh, yeah, we're, we're nearly there. It's, it's, yeah. It's not very far we're, now. It's not very far now. We're close. Yeah. We're, we, it's, we're close. Okay. I mean, you're both lying, but yeah, all right. What's going to kill us? Yeah. Right, so if I understand my visions correctly, then there were some creatures I that were either not of this plane or not of this world, perhaps, that used some sort of device um, that ended up wrecking wherever they were. Um, And in doing so, shards of the thing that they created were fired, I don't know, either through planes or through um, through the skies beyond this world. Um, And some of them landed in the royal, where we were. And Archons of Akoni maybe of other gods as well, uh, set about trying to defend this place and destroy those shards as they came through. One of which, however, they did not get. And instead, we got! Hooray for us! Hooray! Where? In your pocket? <laughs> Where? Well, I think that's what uh, that's what visited Tristan last night, and that's what uh, made its way aboard the, the ghost and caused its downfall. That big slug thing was a shard. Yeah. It looked very shardy. 
I thought it was Torquil. Well, when it landed here, it was no bigger than perhaps the palm of my hand. You've got big hands, mind. I do have big hands, uh, but not as big as the beast that we fought. Otherwise, it would be really hard for me to pick anything up or, like, eat or sign things, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you could have just squished it with your big, big, weird paladin hands. Big gammony hands. Yeah. Also, if you had bigger hands, you might be able to drag this faster. I mean, the fact is I don't have hands as big as the boat. Uh, guys, I think you're missing the picture. We could pray for bigger hands. Is that the solution here? I think that's all what we're going to agree on. You need to pray for bigger hands. It's not really a solution, no. No? No. I don't know. As a rule of thumb, I don't think it'll work. Oh, uh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I had to deal with this morning, Percy. Fun, aren't they? <laughs> 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 I see. <laughs> um, I think it's fairly safe to assume that this consumer um, has indeed consumed, uh, and from what Tristan was saying, it tries to I don't think, consume power or something like that. It looks like it physically sort of grows or alters or, or something happens when it successfully does that. Yeah, it was trying to eat power, and also importantly, Enigma was the most powerful thing around, weirdly. Shit. Yeah. I'm pretty powerful. Really? Enigma, care to shed any light on that? I'm just powerful. I'm just better than all you guys. Yeah. I mean, Percy, come on. It, she's not going to give us anything, you know. You, you're trying to ask Enigma to give us any kind of info on anything, like... <laughs> yeah, I suppose. It was a... You might notice you're asking Enigma for info, and the very first word of that... Actually, no, because the first word of it would be asking. Yeah. Enigma, enigma, enigma. Yeah. We're in the middle of the desert. We're about to die. So... And we know Enigma's a princess, and she's still pretending she's not. There's... I am? You're not going to get anything out of her. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, it... she can give up being a princess. She doesn't have to be a princess, and that's fine. But she is intrinsically, magically powerful. And maybe she doesn't know? Yeah, I mean, look, it... Enigma, if if you have anything um, that you can... It seems like it might be pretty important if the most powerful thing we have here, and we've got like this weird magic eye sword thing, which I thought was pretty powerful. If you're more powerful than that, then if you want to throw us a bone, that might be useful. Uh, yeah, turn you into a frog. Uh, that's, that's all my thing, but... Yeah. Oh, I, I, I mean, I guess that's... We, uh. <laughs> But yeah, good one, Enigma. I'll go stab some guy in the throat. Right, uh, Ben. Yes. Banbury is going to cast True Sight. Yep. <sighs> and he's going to have a look around the environment and also a look at his uh, penis fellows. Penis. Okay, that's interesting. Give me your spell roll. You're at minus one, aren't you, from your uh, monkeys earlier? Yep, so that puts me on a seven because I haven't included that. Yeah, yeah, so what's the downside of this? I will take another minus one to casting. Oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> I hope no trouble shows up. Yeah. Ah, we'll be fine. It seems unlikely. I'm a one-trick pony, all I can do is cast spells, so I don't need to do that. Okay, with your true sight, what marks it out when you move into this way of seeing the world? How is it different uh, witches intrinsically use uh, nature as their way of forming magic. They can see 
So magic in the world is a lot like music, and there's kind of waves and forms to it. And the way that the bards use it is they tap into it by tapping into it musically, but witches can, can physically kind of see the elements of magic. They can see what power is behind things. So if it's a spell or something that is fake, uh, they can see uh, it's jumbled up. It almost looks like a pixelated version. Right, yeah. Yeah. So it looks like uh, if you were watching some hardcore stuff uh, and it's early on the day, like uh, Tristan would be walking around, but his wang would be all pixelated. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) So if I'm looking at magical things, the normal things look normal and the stuff that's fake and weird and... Looks like a penis. Unnatural. Uh, Yeah, looks like a pixelated penis. A crudely drawn sword, if you will. Whoa. (laughs) Just... Pause and let it buffer. Isn't that the point to which we have to end it? Because you've used the name of the series. Is Tristan's penis fake and weird and unnatural? Yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah just, like I say, just pause it, let it buffer and you'll see it all. Just let it catch up with itself. <laughs> He's right in the buffer. <laughs> Make sure you've got 4G on and you'll see it in all its glory. Tristan's penis just has this circle just like slowly ticking around it at all times. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's actually the counter for how long he's got to live. (laughs) (laughs) That's a weird place to keep that. It's Tristan, what can we say? So, as you look around your group, Percy's lantern glows brightly, his symbol of his goddess, and the sword in his scabbard. You can see a glow round the edge of the scabbard, but the scabbard itself almost seems dark. It seems almost like... It's harder for you to see with true sight. Blocks out. And Tristan's guitar actually has a little sparkle of magic around it. That's pixie dust. Just a hint. From a festival. And um, And my groin. And there's a slight glow around Tristan in general. Mostly on my groin. In fact, when you look at everyone, what you also see is you see the fire within them. You see the energy moving through their body, represented as fire. And that's not a thing you've seen before with True Sight, before you visited the Fire Temple. So there's definitely something new you can see. And when you look at Enigma, there are two things that are notable about Enigma. One is... That she lives in Swansea. She has, <laughs> and two, she doesn't know exist. <laughs> it's like imagine you took her silhouette and shrank it and put it in front of her, and that was a perfect black void. That's my avoidance. <laughs> so there is like a pit that's shaped like Enigma, and that is absolutely dark. It's not just unmagical. It's like it would suck magic through it and the magic would be lost. And the second thing is that there is an enormous magical boar stood beside her. Yeah, but you can't be that mean about Tristan. (laughs) It looks like a wild boar. It is at the shoulder, perhaps 12 feet high at this point. Bambi's just going to wave his hand at it and see if it acknowledges him in any way. It does not pay him any attention. I'm going to go up and poke it a bit. To everyone else, I'm just poking the air. Yeah, you just pass right through it. But it's sort of slightly mapped out in green light as well. Okay. Uh, Bambri's eyes will stop glowing green 
And uh, he'll kind of shake his head. Just as they do, the boar turns its turns its head slightly and looks you in the eye. Winks. And you have a feeling of immense age. Right. So. That Tuscan nasty turn. <laughs> little bit weird. Hmm. Uh, some would say visionary-esque. So everyone maybe has a spirit animal. Oh, really? Uh, and Enigmas appears to actually be hanging out with her. Yeah! What? Okay. Huh? Where? So I don't think you're magical, but there's a magical giant boar that's following you around. You got anything on that? Uh, to be honest, there's three. What? There's, what, there's three ma- Oh, I get it. Yeah, no. Oh, she's making the boar joke again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. The last time I made it out of character, it's funny, you went to sing character. <laughs> <laughs> right, Enigma. Yo. You've got a giant magical boar following you around. Where? Do you have any understanding why that would be the case? Uh, Is that like a holy or like family sigil or um, something? There was... Oh, Banbury. I did follow a boar once. That time I was dead. That's way more information than I thought she would ever give us. <laughs> like, I'm not stunned into silence, obviously, but, you know. Hmm. So, you, like what? Well, it seemed quite wise, so, you know. Did you make a deal with some weird thing in the Land of the Dead? No. Are you sure about this? It might not have been obvious that you were making a deal with it. Uh, pretty sure. Right, well... Bambri, was it covered in green stars? It was green, but like magic, like a lot of the time for me is green anyway. It's. I don't remember it being green. Well, that's kind of tinged red now, but I think that's. That's your retinas. Yeah, Bambri, I would say it, it seemed natural. In fact, it seemed almost too natural, like profoundly natural in a way that things seldom are. Oh, weirdly, it was in HD while the rest of you guys are in, like, old-school TV. Hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she... Like, Percy's pretty old, so he looks like he's VHS. Yeah. The rest of us may be DVD quality, but this thing... Oh. There's nothing wrong with VHS. <laughs> so she hasn't inadvertently previously done a deal with the consumer, then that's okay. Okay. Well, you're a bit powerful. Thank you. You're a bit powerful. You're an empty void of a person, and you have a giant... Yeah, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, I mean, that told me very little other than we've got an animal companion that no one knew was here. So that thing... Oh, I wish I could see it. Well... I'd pet it. I'll draw you a picture. Um. Yay! Enigma, when you reach out your hand, you touch the bristly hide of a boar. Oh, uh... I just keep stroking it. <laughs> I'm pretending. I'm just like, I'm just pretending, you guys. <laughs> and then just awkwardly put my hand behind my back. Well, this is very strange. <laughs> I mean, it is strange. I don't think it helps us here, and we're still going to die in this desert, so... Could you, um, could you perhaps quickly pen something to Saffron? Ask her to get some information on it. Well, yeah, I guess... Like, Maybe I could ask my boar friend. <laughs> he got me out of a pickle last time. If you can talk to it, then sure. I mean, it would be very useful to have information. I mean, you could try that. Hey, boar. It doesn't seem to respond to you. Well, let's see. Give me a defy danger on wisdom. Let's see what... Uh, this will work then. This will go good. I know. Wisdom's good. 
Ah, weird. Oh, it did work. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's snout wrong with him. Enigma. Enigma. There is a gap between those two trees that leads into a shady forest. And the boar is just the other side of the two trees. What two trees? The two trees that have always been there. They've just been just over there. Oh, those. They weren't there until you looked for them. It's like, you know, in a dream where you think, oh, it'd be strange if this person was here and then they're immediately there. Yeah, yeah. It's like that. Just the trees are there. You can see desert. And then between these two trees, you can see a forest. And then on the other side, you can see desert. Huh. There'll be water over there, guys, in the, um, in the trees. There are no trees. Everyone else who isn't Enigma. Yeah. Oh, she's, she's got desert crazy again. I'm going to knock her out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to walk towards the trees. Okay. As you pass between the two trees, um, Enigma vanishes. She just walks like she walked through a doorway in the air. Oh. Uh... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Desert Narnia! Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's good news on the water rations front, you two. <laughs> also, it's going to be lighter to carry this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Woo. I'm going to give a boys only high five. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just drop my trousers I'm letting it all hang out I'm like yeah <laughs> just sort of shake our heads at that <laughs> ah it's all gone pixelated magic wang yeah <laughs> <laughs> magic wang magic wang magic magic wang Tristan and his magic wang <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> well, that episode's named itself. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Enigma. <laughs> have a have a great time, lol. So, Enigma, you're in the forest with the boar, the same forest you've been in before. Right. Nice. Good rhyme. The boar is standing before you, its head lowered, almost like a bow, perhaps. Okay. What do you do? Um, I'm going to kneel down to its level and I'm going to just ask it because it's one of them days. I'm just going to ask it. Yeah. How do we get out of this? How do we deal with this consumer? The boar says, I do not know, Jasmine. It is not part of the nature I understand. It is not part of this world. It is a profound and ill force. What I can tell you, however is that its own power must be overturned. It must be destroyed if the world is to be protected. And if there is power I can lend you towards that, I shall. But know also, Jasmine, that you have a place in restoring the old balance of the world should you choose it. And that my protection, as I have offered it before, I can offer it again. But only once more. After that, we will be part of something greater. So you are protected. You will be delivered. But you also have a destiny. And your destiny will deliver the world in a way that has been long awaited. So very long. Huh. 
okay. I, I just assumed. I mean, I'm very important. Um, so, two more questions. Of course. One, are we nearly at water? The boar sniffs the air and says, there is water not far away. That's good, because, you know, destiny isn't going to work very well if we just die in the desert. Um, you won't die, Enigma. Ah, oh, thank you. That's good to know. I feel better for that. That is the deliverance I can offer. Um, for your death will be a far greater service to the world. Thanks, I think. Um, I should get back to the other snow. It still has the voice of your father. <sighs> Goddamn patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think the board just sighs at that. <sighs> <laughs> it says, We've been through this, daughter. It says, Very well. I shall be watching over you. Daddy issues. Okay, but don't want to do anything naughty, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's been four years. I shall avert my gaze in that case. Thanks, poor dad. <laughs> poor dad. Poor dad. When you look between the trees behind you, you can see the same gap you came through. It's still there. Can she see through it to Tristan running around with his trousers off? Yeah, you can see back... Because... <laughs> no to three naked men dancing in a circle, flapping their wangs. Yeah, boys only! He went very, very weird and tribal very quickly. I'm beginning to think I like this Ur world instead. <laughs> Doesn't take long before the testosterone takes over. The desert crazy kicked in pretty quick. So you've got a goddamn full-on patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the alpha form. <laughs> yeah. Um. This is what the hawks would be like if there was no enigma. I guess I've got to go back then. Kind of wish I didn't in some ways. <laughs> it's been nice to see you. The boar says, I will be with you. We will be remembered. And you have our protection. Thank you. What you say to that? And you can hear the rustle of autumn leaves in the treetop and the dry grass of the forest floor, and it seems no different at all from when you first visited this place, aside from that the boar speaks to you now. Ah, I guess I'll have to turn round and walk out. Okay, Enigma suddenly steps out through the imperceptible door in the air. Uh, girl, girl, pull your trousers up quick, lads! <laughs> God damn it, I can't trust you guys! We were doing an enigma dance. Tristan said it was like a rain dance, but would summon you. And it did. Yeah, it, it, in his events, it worked. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, yes? Yeah, it's best not to question anything. Let's go find water. Anyway, we're nearly at water. Let's keep going. Uh... Wait, do you remember when we pressed uh, Banbury to tell us all his secrets straight away? Mm. Where the hell have you just been? <laughs> i got more questions. Where the hell have your pants been? <laughs> <laughs> that, around our ankles. It's fine. That's over with. Uh, I flung mine away. Oh, dear. Oh, the wind's taken them quite far as well. Goodbye, pants. Have a good life. Goodbye. At least you've got a nice long robe. Hmm. So I, I guess we needed to address this question of what we're going to... You you have until midnight to give an answer to this consumer thing. Yeah. Okay. And while it, it sounds like, yes, we should probably not take this deal, 
If we don't, he's going to eat us. You really shouldn't go along with it. Yeah. I mean, if he was going to eat us, he would have eaten us already, surely. No, no. Enigma, you just disappeared there, um, and then yep. then we appeared. Uh, do you want to... So? Yeah, yeah no, I, I don't know why I bother. Enigma, honestly, this is getting tiring. Just be a team player. I, 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 We're in the middle of the desert. My dad's a boar. Aren't they all? And there was a forest. Okay. And I'm going to be protected and live. Don't know about you guys. Brilliant. Uh, did did you ask? No. <laughs> right, so when Torquil came to me and said he was going to kill everyone, I made sure that you guys were safe under the deal. Says you. Thanks, buddy. It's fine. I've got this. Yeah. Right, so, Enigma, you're protected by your royal ancestry. Your dad's now a, a invisible pig and he's going to save your life. I'm the chosen of the fire or whatever and therefore uh, yeah. like uh, big fire demons will hopefully turn up and save me alright Tristan you're gonna make a deal with your ex-lover who's now part of a slug and you'll be saved oh. and Percy it's been lovely yeah well I'm, he's protected by his goddess I'm sure I'll be fine yeah actually yeah yeah we're untouchable. <laughs> let's go and with that let's head over this ridge to the Definite water on the other side. Well, no, no, not not with that. Uh, let's go for the the deal that we're going to make with that consumer or not. Uh, so I'm going to say, no, tell it to piss off. What are we going to do when it attacks us then? I vote yes. No, we've got to get rid of it. Ah, deciding vote, Tristan. Make a vote with your ex-lover, which frankly, we can break at any time or go with these boring guys. Damn it. Damn or it. make a deal Damn that it. won't Damn screw it. up Damn our it. entire reality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, whatever Enigma's learnt, she seems to be coming down pretty hard against it. The visions that I saw literally had some angels from the heavens fighting it. I had Pig Dad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pig Dad. I've got to be honest, of all the different sort of protection scenarios, yours is the weirdest. Well, weirder than Slug Lover? Yes. <laughs> Pig Dad is weirder than Slug Lover from another planet. I think so, yeah. Slug lover from outer space. Slug lover from outer space. I mean, actually, guys, look, I'm going to level with you all here. You know, at the moment, all I can do is rock a badass tune. Percy's got deity protection. Banbury, as you've said, quite rightly, has a magical demon. Enigma's... Oh, we might not. What if magical space slug lover killed Trevor? Oh, yeah. Well, he's a consumer. He probably has been consumed by now, hasn't he? Oh, dear. We've literally just got that one ace in the hole. Well, I'm bambering Enigma. It's all right. This thing eats power. If it ate a massive fire demon, it's definitely not got any power out of that. <laughs> it hasn't got any space for pudding. Yeah, it might be full. Also, to my earlier point, we've got Pig Dad, Guardian of the Goddess. We've got Fire Demon Man, and then we've got Guy with a Guitar. <laughs> I kind of want something special too. I want to be Pig Man. And that is why you stick with my vote and you vote yes on Sleep with the Slug Monster. Oh, you know I'm not going to... You broke his heart. Yeah. Now he's dead. Unbreak his heart. Wait, wait. Send that slug home happy. Yeah, if the option was sleep with the pig 
dude. That's fine. That's not the concern. I could do that. <laughs> you slept with him last time and broke his heart. I want a long-lasting, loving relationship. Oh, I mean, he doesn't... I need some stability in my life. They... And you and Uncle Talk with the Slug Monster will give me that stability. He doesn't like that anymore. I need good, solid male influences. No, do, do not listen to him at all, Tristan. Remember, he doesn't have any carnal desires anymore. It could never work between us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when a man and a man that is now a pig monster slash big slime god love each other very much? There's no pig involved. <laughs> Where did the pig come from? <laughs> uh, he's probably in a pig in the hold or something and there's a pig in there as well. I don't know. I'm as disappointed as you are. There was definitely a goat on that ship. I milked it once. It was male. Yes. And ironically, he's not feeling horny. No. No one? Okay, never mind. Puns aren't my thing. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Enigma's one was good. I set Enigma up one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Look, I'm not going to go for something that is going to destroy the world, but we do have to work out what we're going to do because we are rogered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we are going to destroy the world. Don't destroy the world. That's what I said. Our options are, are destroy the world. But if you guys could lend me your special things occasionally, then I'd feel... Well, why don't we just all pretend to be asleep? When he turns up to talk to you, we'll just jump him. Sounds doable. I mean, that didn't seem to go so well last time. No. And he's probably eaten Trevor by now. How about we run? Why can't Tristan just say, yeah, I'll do this, and just flake out? He's a flaky guy. Because he's going to bind something to me. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. I've tried to wiggle my way out of all... I wanted to get all the good stuff with none of the bad stuff. It's thought of that. He's <laughs> <laughs> drawn up a contract Yeah, the contract is quite specific It will destroy mm. everything nearby us And unfortunately, no offence Enigma What? She's going to be feeding it power constantly with her random killings <laughs> Pretty good at random killings Enigma, can't you just walk us all into wherever you just went and get us out of here? I can't see where I just went Brilliant Cue music It was... <laughs> what is your decision Tristan well Tristan's going to walk off sit solemnly on the rock and like the so lonely type music plays as the rest of the hawks are bantering and having fun and playing British Bulldog or Red Rover <laughs> <laughs> Like, Vampire and his fire demon are skipping together. Enigma and the boar are like... <laughs> I'm just riding pig dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Percy's swinging his um, lantern going, I love my goddess, my goddess loves me. <laughs> We've all got something special, you see. And I'm like... <laughs> So Rory <laughs> Just kicking rocks. You've got something special. You've got I've you got a chain of bars. You've got branding. <laughs> oh Percy, I've got nothing. I'm talking to myself now, imagining what Percy would be saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kicking rocks and spinning pennies and things. And that's how we leave it. Tristan deep in thought, walking along, hands in pockets, kicking stones. <laughs>
Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords. You're Imagine welcome. Play adventure. <laughs> Got him, yes! And when you look at Enigma, you see two things that are different. <laughs> One... <laughs> <laughs> Not the two things Stuart's thinking about. Tits. <laughs> like, all right, Ben, way to reduce her to two things that's different from the. Uh... Yeah. 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 Yeah.